Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. All right, cash the ticket. And guys, uh, this is a bit of an impromptu episode. Cookies has spaced out. A little bit of a scheduling holiday snafu, but I'm not going to let you down because the Wednesday bowl games, I think this might be the best four-pack we could put together for you, and I didn't want you to miss it. So with some of the scheduling, you're going to miss out on the Tuesday games, which are largely ass. Um, I wanted to deliver the Wednesday games. The headline from the previous games is really nothing, as Cookies and I both went 2-2-1. and one. Uh, but the big game bet is the headline. If you listened, if you played, big game bet moves to 7-0. and Air Force, you don't even need the points. It was a rocking chair game. They rolled Baylor. Uh, also, I didn't realize it got as cold as 9 degrees in Fort Worth, Texas, but that's what I watched. Um, look, the big game bet thing, I'm, I'm going to lose, but guys, it's we're cooking. Um, and yeah, five of them are pro and two are college, but we're, we're, we're doing the job and I may have a big game bet for you today. So look with that, no filler, let's just get to it. I want to give you these Wednesday bowl games. I've got some plays and, um, yeah, I can't speak for cookies. He, uh, I don't know where he is. He's buried alive in the snow or I I don't know. He's just not here today and we're going to handle it. And then you're going to get bowl preview 4.0 where there'll be eight or nine games in it. We'll uh, cut that tomorrow. You're going to get a full NFL episode. It's all there. Uh, And we're also going to do a full playoff preview for you as well because, let's face it, those two games deserve to be their own deal. So we're going to cut that as well. Uh, All of those coming at you in the coming days. Uh, So just kick back, relax, keep the notifications on, download, rate, review, subscribe. You know the drill. Let's cook. Uh, the board, presented by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Um, I want to start out Wednesday, Military Bowl, Duke laying three to Central Florida. Now, this one's interesting to me, all jokes aside. A, it opened up with Central Florida, favored by as much as three and a half. This thing has swung a full six and a half points to Duke. Here's why. First of all, it's every bit about as much of Duke not losing stuff as it is UCF losing stuff. Start out one of my favorite defensive coordinators in America, Travis Williams, gone from UCF. He's Arkansas's new DC. Then you factor in UCF losing several of their best players, including their best corner, the linebacker, Jean or Jean Baptiste, gone. Mikey Keene, uh, who is the 1 1A starting quarterback, gone to the portal. I 
think he landed at Fresno. Maybe. Might be the replacement for Short King Deluxe, uh, Jake Hayner. Uh, Central Florida is, they're down bad. Then you factor in Duke lost nothing. Nothing. There's just no portal news. There's no opt-outs. There's no NFL. And Duke is one of the most low-key 8-4 and four teams in America. Uh, Mike Elko did an unbelievable job. You win eight games at Duke. You're doing something really right. Great defensive mind. You get a month to prepare for UCF. And here's what I like. Now, look, Riley Leonard, their quarterback, I don't love. But the kid had six, 700 yards rushing this year. Their rushing attack is real good. Is UCF interested in being in this game? And what do I get out of John Reese Plumley? Now, again, when he's healthy, that gives me major pause. But his ankle and, and his injuries, calf, ham, a hamstring, I think it's a hamstring rather, excuse me. Look, it's, it's, been, it's been a mess. And I don't know what I get out of him. And I, look, I can't touch it at three and a half. But if you're asking me who wants to be in the game more, be Duke. Who's the more stable program? Duke. I mean, again, Travis Williams for UCF was starting to be talked about. He hadn't reached like full bloom. But if you want a comp, people started to talk about Travis Williams a lot like Marcus Freeman. Back when Freeman was at Cincinnati and was Fickle's right-hand man and had that defense humming. Dude, Travis Williams is good. And oh, by the way, Sam Pittman doesn't run a charity. He just got an SEC defensive coordinator job. Now you lose that and then you lose the best pieces you have on defense. And you're going to face a Duke team that there's a pain in the ass. And you think you get them stopped and it's third and six and there goes Riley Leonard. I, I like Duke in the game. I just think Duke is going to want it more. I think Duke's more stable. Uh, I mean, El- Elko sitting there for a month is a good defensive coach with a, 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 a an ability to put together a game plan against Malzahn. And UCF, I just don't know what I'm getting. And look, if you look at at, at Plumlee, I, look, I like the kid and Cookies makes fun of me, but how much is he going to play? How much can he give me? And I can't even name Central Florida's third or fourth string QB. So, uh, I like Duke in the military bowl. I'd lay the three, but I wouldn't go north of it. Would not go to three and a half. Um, but I, I would take Duke here. I think it's a super interesting, under-the-radar team. Very few people care. Very few people watch. But they they put together a pretty damn solid season. Uh, I go Duke minus three there. The second game, it's a game I love. It's a game I love the minute it came out. And I got to tell you something, and this is a theme. And it's, it's something I'm going to do on my, my show a little bit later today. I'm taping Wednesday, uh, Tuesday morning. These bowl games are becoming ridiculous when you start looking at who's not playing. Liberty Bowl, Wednesday, Kansas versus Arkansas. And Arkansas is laying a flat three. So let's start out with this. Who wants to be here more? Who the fuck do you think? This is Kansas all the way. Kansas is a program that rose out of a coffin. Leipold's got him cooking. Want to be here, right? Now, Arkansas, SEC West, a lot of hype, started ranked. Season did not go the way they wanted. Just did not. Sam Pittman 
fires the D.C. They go get the aforementioned Travis Williams. But when I tell you about Arkansas's portal issues, holy shit. First of all, you lose arguably your best O-lineman, their starting center, gone. You lose three of the top four wide receivers you have, including Sanders, who's an absolute stud. Okay, so we're down there. Pretty sure the starting tight end is gone. Uh, I don't know who K.J. Jefferson's throwing to. You go to the defense. Well, Catalan's been out the whole year, but he ain't coming back for the game, so gone. Uh, Top corner, gone. Couple great linebackers, including the amazingly named Bumper Pool, uh, but they're down their top two linebackers. Uh, and a couple D linemen have opted out or are preparing for the for the league. I mean, you're talking about an Arkansas defense down six starters, and they were horrendous anyways. Now I look at Kansas, I go, okay, they're going to play both QBs and Daniels and Jason Bean. Their offense is just, look, I, I hate Kansas, but... They were also the first college big game bet we had, and we hit it. Um, Leipold does an amazing job. The pre-snap candy, the pre-snap motion, the disguising of what they're doing, and the amount of mental processing that is going to be, had to be done by inexperienced Razorback players. I don't know how you do it. I don't. All year in the Big 12, I watch Kansas fool veteran teams. You know, think about this. Think about it in your line of work, whatever you do. It doesn't matter how much training you have. When you go on the job, it's stress. Your first few days at work, it's stress. Your first few years, maybe you're in an apprenticeship. Maybe you're in a residency. Maybe you are, you know, whatever it is. You're a junior, a big difference between being a junior partner and a senior partner and then a name partner, right? These Arkansas defenders, have never played any amount of live game action, much less never been responsible to go out there and start and play 50, 60, 70, or hell, in the case of Kansas, maybe 80 snaps. And Leipold is going to punish them. Uh, it, it is just a, it is a offensive machine at Kansas, and there's no one player to take away because everybody hurts you. There's no one receiver to take away. Hell, there's no one quarterback to take away. Uh, I, I just, I, I love Kansas in this game. And Kansas is, is the big game bet. I'm going to put the undefeated record on the line. Kansas is the big game bet. It's ironic how it works, isn't it? Team, I hate their guts, but they're going to represent two big game bets. I think Leopold here, more motivation. If you're Arkansas, you want to forget this year. You want to move towards 23. You've, you've already openly had, what, 10% of your locker room basically go, we don't give a fuck, we're out. And K.J. Jefferson, I love him, but who are you throwing to? I'm taking Kansas. I'm taking the points, though. Don't fuck around and get loose. Don't do this money line shit, guys. Two-point conversions, uh, missed extra points. It's bowl season. Coaches get a little loopy, do some crazy shit. Oh, I'll take the points. Uh, but I do happen to think Kansas wins game. Uh, I just, this is this is one, if you listen to our original bowl preview, I've talked about this game for three weeks. It's Kansas. It's Kansas all day for me, plus the three in the Liberty Bowl. All right. The next two 
are absolutely banana land when it comes to the totals. But also, one of these, including, let's do the next one, the Holiday Bowl. Number 15, Oregon, laying a flat 14 to North Carolina. Handicapping this game was largely impossible. So let's start with Oregon. They lose Kenny Dillingham, their offensive coordinator, and their play caller. That scares me. You got to remember, Dillingham is the reason Bo Nix is there. He was great with Bo Nix at Auburn, and he's great with Bo Nix at Oregon. Dillingham's gone. You then factor in Oregon's defense, several transfers from an already wretched defense. I mean, wretched, wretched. Okay, now we go, all right, North Carolina. Uh Uh-oh. Best receiver, and really the only receiver I care about at North Carolina, Josh Downs, done. Ops out, NFL, see you later. All right. How about the defense? Well, the defense is terrible. You shouldn't care, Mike. One problem, the entire secondary transferred, including the amazingly named Storm Duck. Yes, that's a real person. Uh, The whole secondary is gone. And you can't tell me that a, a bad secondary gets any better when literally the entire secondary vapes out, transfers out. Yikes. Henceforth, the total in this game is an eye-popping 75 and a half. All right, so let's, let's attempt to break this down. I could never advise betting the over here. I can't do it. You need 10 touchdowns, 11 if you include a missed extra point. Fine, you need 11 TDs. Or 10 touchdowns and two field goals. Guys, in this fo- to, to hit 75 and a half, Let's say Oregon got nine possessions, UNC got 10. Are you really comfortable in 19 total possessions betting that 11 are going to be touchdowns? 11. Now look, could Oregon get 50 by themselves? Yeah, I would expect the team total when it comes out, maybe it comes out later today, probably to be 44 and a half. Can they get to 45? Yeah, they could. I worry about North Carolina. Everybody knows I love Drake May. I think he's the best quarterback in America. I think Drake May is going to be the number one pick in the draft when he decides to go pro. But you take downs out, inexperienced receivers around him. They're going to be one-dimensional. And towards the end of the year, their offense really faltered. Teams just started basically sitting back. Didn't blitz him. Didn't bother. Just said, you know what? We're going to flood the back end in zone. Uh, we're going to double downs, and we are just going to we're gonna make you beat us three, four yards at a time. And UNC did not react well. Then you got a factor that the offensive coordinator is gone. Uh, he's now at Wisconsin. And what impact does that have on Drake May? I, I can't take a flat 14 with North Carolina. I think 14 and a half, it becomes a little more interesting. I can't advise taking it over at 75 and a half. If you wanted to be contrarian, now this is going to take an iron will, an absolute iron will. But if, look, this over-under opened at 71. It's at 75 and a half, and no one's betting the under. No one. Guys, 
if you're demanding a play on this game, demand, you're like, Michael, my life cannot exist if I'm not sitting down on Wednesday, December 28th at 8 o'clock and I don't have a play on Oregon UNC. Well, first of all, I'd say call the number. But if you're demanding a play here, I think I would be contrarian and grab the under. I'm never comfortable needing the better part of 80 points in a game. 80. Any turnovers, any field goals, any end of half, any bad penalty, any missed field goal, just anything, any low of, of four and a half minutes, and you, you're probably not getting home. I think under 75 and a half is the only thing I could responsibly recommend to you. And you have to have an iron will to do it. Okay. Last game I want to give you. And this is actually just a really good football game. And it's a couple of coaches I like for different reasons. The Texas Bowl, Wednesday, nine o'clock at night, Ole Miss laying three and a half to Texas Tech over under 71 and a half. This is a wild game. So let's, again, look when you're capping these games, you figure out who wants to be here. Then you got to talk about, well, who's opted out, who's opted. Okay, let's start with Tech. McGuire, their head coach, is a stud. Now, maybe I'm getting seduced, but I love what he's done so far at Tech. This guy's a ball of energy, but not in a shitty snake oil salesman way. He's come to Texas Tech. It's all about us versus everybody. Dream big. You know, we can become a force in the Big 12. He's a Texas high school coach gone pro, basically at Tech. And he's recruiting his dick off. This team plays hard. And I I just, I love the entire presentation from McGuire. Okay. Tech has a couple problems. They lose their best pass rusher to the, uh, to injury. Uh, and I believe he was second or third in the Big 12 in sacks. They lose Reggie Pearson, uh, an all-conference safety. He's transferred to OU. I'm sure, he'll be a very popular guy in Lubbock. Um, and the Tech defense, look, you move it all over them. But they do play well in the red zone, so okay. Uh, Ole Miss, there ain't nobody in the portal. A shockingly quiet, quiet year for Ole Miss. Now, what are we going to do with this game from a side perspective? Well, if you're forcing me, I would take Tech and take three and a half. I would. I think Tech wants to be here more. Um, The motivation matters. Uh, I think you saw it with Baylor and Air Force, big game bet from last week. And part of it is the service academy gives a shit. Nothing taken for granted We're going to show up. We're going to play. I think Tech wants it more. If you're Ole Miss, you were flirting with the SEC West. You felt like you were were on even terms with Bama. You lose a heartbreaker. You know, you felt like for a a while in this year, you had a shot to make a run. You didn't. And your reward is a Texas Bowl. I would lean Tech with the three and a half, but I do worry. Ole Miss's ground game is a bear. It is an absolute bear to face. Now, can Tech tighten up in the red zone, force field goal? Yeah, okay. And Tech offensively, look, Ole Miss's defense stinks. It stinks. It's going to stink in this game. The problem with Tech is it's been quarterback roulette all year. And whether it's Tyler Shuck, whether it's Morton, 
whether it was Donovan Smith, it's, I, I just have, I don't love any of them. And I know in the last game of the year against Oklahoma, they went nuts and threw for like 450 yards. I just don't love a side here. It's an actual, I know this is weird on a sports betting show where you're like, wait, what do you mean you just want to watch the game? No, I just want to watch the game. I know that sounds fucked up to you, but I, I do. I just, I'm going to root for Tech. I'd love to see an early Ole Miss touchdown. Hell, maybe Ole Miss up 10 nothing. You give me Tech grabbing seven and a half, that's a live bet I'd love to make. But I just, I get a little worried. I worry about the two-point conversions, hashtag college kickers. Remember, three and a half does not hold the power it used to hold. Four and a half is the new three and a half. It's a game I'm going to watch. It's a game I want to look for live. And I might dabble guns up with the Red Raiders. It's a a lean. The total, you're not going to like me when I say it. Guys, it's the same principle as Oregon and UNC. I mean this. You're asking these teams 71 and a half? 71 and a half. I need 11 scores. 11. And that's if I don't have two-point conversions, missed extra points. Now, here's what this game has going for it, if you like the over. Lane Kiffin just doesn't punt. Ever. Might go for it four, five, six times on fourth down. Blessing and a curse. If you bet the over, you're going to be screaming at Kiffin, hey, take the points. There's going to be, look, if Ole Miss gets into that red zone and they decide to, hey, we're going to go for this. Analytics, we're going to be aggressive. Yes, the benefit is if they convert. But you know the downside? You could leave 7, 10, 14. You could leave 17 points on the board. And if you don't believe me, go, well, hold on. Who the hell's going back and watching Ole Miss games? Nobody. Trust your boy here. I've seen games where Lane Kiffin has left 17 points on the board. 13 points. I'm I'm never comfortable. And with Tech, they're going to do the same shit. I'm just, I don't love. Look, we joke around. Ah, fuck it. Root for points. I hope both teams have fun. I can't recommend it with a seven in front of it in bowl season. Um, If you're demanding something on the total, I always love being contrarian on these deals. Under 71 and a half. Um, But I, I lean Tech, lean under. You do what you want with it. I think Tech is a great live bet. I don't love three and a half. I like four and a half. I love a number north of that. Um, All right, so the two plays. I'm going to play Duke. And then the big game bet. Uh, We're going to put the 7-0 record on the line. Liberty Bowl. I'm taking Kansas. Fake birds. FTW. Uh, Let's go for it. Let's go with Kansas. Take your three, though, please. Learn your lessons. Take the points. The Holiday Bowl, I can't recommend the side with two touchdowns. There's too much variance here. The over-under is absurd at 75 and a half. And if I get beat and the game is 42-40, you tip your cap. Uh, Lean to the under 75 and a half. Contrarian. Texas Tech getting three and a half. I'd live bet that at a better number. And then lean softly to the under 71 and a half. All right. That is your Wednesday Bowl card. Rate, review, subscribe, and then Cookies will be back tomorrow. We're going to knock out Bowl Pod 4. 
with a gaggle of games. We're going to get to the NFL, tons of stuff to talk about. And then, yes, you're going to get a full separate college football playoff preview for the two semifinal matchups because those games deserve that amount of time. All right, that's your mini pod for Wednesday. Thanks for listening. That's Cash the Ticket. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.